Welcome to the Weekend Wire. Um, we've been watching a lot of blowouts lately in the NBA, and it hasn't been a lot of fun. But there's still good things to come. And we're hoping that the, the, the very end of some of these series will bring some drama um, and some close games. We watched a pretty great first half of oh God, Celtics so last night. Oh, very so it fun. felt like a game seven. Yeah, there were people awesome. diving on, diving all over the floor. No one was making anything. Bam was finally being aggressive until he wasn't. Um, like it was nineteen seventeen and in the first quarter, no Dwayne Dedman at all. Um, the Heat they just went with Tucker. Um, Dude, how many offensive rebounds did Tucker get in that first half? I swear, oh, like they were six? The whole team. It was yeah. like Struess was on, Struess yeah. was on, Bam was on. Um, didn't have Hero in this game at all. He was the only person hurt for either team, which is pretty surprising considering what we've seen. Um, but Adam kept Derek grabbing White that shoulder too. Yeah, yeah. Derek White was yeah. Both teams are banged up at this point, but Derek White was everywhere. Um, he is so inconsistent. It's it's hard to even predict what he's going to do. He's but last night was great. Like he, yeah. the play where he he knocked it out of bounds. And instead of like throwing it back under the basket, he just kind of like kept it, <laughs> so it wouldn't, so they wouldn't score. Like the Heat wouldn't score. Yeah. Is that why I thought he just like lost his balance and like, couldn't get it back across? Well, like the Heat were like, like he, the Heat were like on offense, right? So like it, yeah, it was like, he, a like swipes, one, I think, right? yeah, he swipes in and takes it. And instead of like, th- if he had thrown it back, they probably would have gotten the layup. So he just yeah. kind of like kept it and carried it out of bounds. Okay, but that was right. cool. I'd like never seen that before. Yeah. I mean, Van Van Gundy and Jackson seemed to think that it was intentional. Um, okay, I don't know, but we 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 saw we saw the return of the Celtics' failure to dribble. It was Jalen Brown four turnovers in the first quarter. It's just like. It's just they're just like knocking it off of his foot every second, and Vincent's everywhere. Um, Oladipo is the same way, so I liked that. It was a fun first half. The Heat led by five, um, and then we entered in this third quarter where Miami goes small gets this Boston lineup where they have Horford and Rob Williams, and then it's just Jimmy is like missing everything. Not only does he look passive, he kind of looks like he doesn't want to attack, and he still got up a decent amount of shot attempts in this game. I think he ended like it's like four for nineteen or something like that. It was it was rough, Um, but like he was at at one point he was four for seventeen and he was like their leading scorer, which you cannot get it done. Um, The story in this game was just the Heat making nothing, um, especially from three. We talk about two infamous conference finals games on this podcast a lot, um, and that would be. The 20 year, I, I pulled up the stats because I tweeted this last night. This would be the 2018 well, uh, both Eastern Conference. The 2018. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, both were on 2018. But Eastern Conference Finals 2018 at home, Celtics versus the Cavs. They shoot seven of 39 from three. And the Rockets, the day before, shoot. The day after, I think it was. Like, maybe it was the day after. Yeah, you're probably right. The after. Um, they shoot seven for 44 from three against the Warriors. And that's the infamous 27 in a row missed threes game, um, 2018 Western Conference Finals in Game 7. Um, the Heat shot worse from three today than either of those teams. They ended up shooting seven for 45. Um, Struess became the first player since someone named Guy Rogers in 1964 to go over. He's probably, yeah. probably French-Canadian. Oh, my God. <laughs> 0 for 16. Or worse, in two like over the course of two consecutive games in the playoffs, um, Lowry is just a shell. Like he might have to retire. I, I don't. I don't even. It's bad. Like <laughs> Chris Paul thing all over again. But it's worse. Oh, it's worse. No, it's worse. Yeah. He's air. He was airballing. Like oh yeah. Like he didn't score last night. I mean he. He was just running, running around. Um, their backcourt. Well, what I was gonna say, the last positive thing I can remember about Lowry were his like like bullet passes and transition in Game Three in the first half. Oh like, yeah, it's been, yeah. I don't think he's done anything of note since. 
No, he threw one to Jimmy like early in this game, and they did didn't Jimmy like it. Catch the ball? Yeah, they, like I don't know whose fault it was. It seems like it was Jimmy's, maybe, but both of them are hurt. Um, they, so they basically have no backcourt now because Struess is shooting so terribly. Hero's out. Vincent is, you know, he's feisty, but he's this undrafted dude that you're not going to be able to rely on all the time. It's not like he's a star that's going to match up with Smart or Brown or or Tatum. So they're just kind of running out of guys. They're running on fumes. They had to use Caleb Martin. He was decent in the first half. But he can't um, make shots a, either. Yeah, it was a lot of just high effort offensive rebounding. And then they go to the third quarter and they're just – nothing is falling. I can't, I can't imagine, like, being at this game because – one, you have the Miami crowd who kind of seem amped, amped up in the first half. I have to give them credit. Um, Can I just one. say about that? And I, I don't think I tweeted it last night, but why was there no traffic last night? Like, was, was this a special Wednesday night? Like, what's going on? Because they all showed up. Like, it started the game. 845, everyone's there. It's white. Maybe out. they finally got yeah. our message. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but they were there. They were there. They showed up. It was crazy. Um. I mean, the Heat trail, the Boston pulls off this third quarter where they win the quarter like 32 to 16, and then they're up 11 entering the fourth. And you just feel like if Miami, unless Miami pulls out this zone that I've never heard of or seen before, and the Celtics just score zero points for the rest of the quarter, like they may not even, like that might be what it takes because they literally could not score. Like <laughs> even, even if the Heat were up, like the Heat could have been, could have given up five points in the fir- in the fourth quarter. I still probably would have lost. And like the Celtics still probably could have won because the Heat. That means the Heat would have needed to score like. Oh, okay, let's let's say ten. Let's say ten. If the Celtics, if you told me the Celtics scored ten points in the fourth quarter, and they that means they would be up twenty one net if the Heat didn't score at all. Yeah. I would still be like, oh, the Heat probably lost because yeah, the Heat scored twenty two points in the fourth. Okay, so they would have won by one point, but yeah, that's how bad um, it is. And they would have hold them under eighty points to win. Like that's never ever gonna happen. Yeah, and the fact that the Celtics won this game on the road by scoring ninety three points and won it comfortably is, I mean, I mean, some of the stats that came out of this game, like historic stuff, historic offensive badness. I mean, I just read off a couple with the Guy Rogers thing and the the. The seven for forty-five, but the the Heat have just no backcourt at all. They score. I mean, even in Game Four, which we didn't cover on this podcast, we did we did a game right after Game Three, basically. But um, in Game Four, they started off over fourteen from the field. They're the first team since two thousand nine to go seven minutes or more of the game in the playoffs without making a basket. Um, uh, one point in the first eight minutes of a playoff game is the la- is the least any team has scored in the last 25 years. Um, it was 18 to one at some point. Oladipo was the only person who showed up in that game for Miami. It was crazy. Um, that was one of the most surreal first half, or first quarters that I've ever seen in my life. Like I honestly thought they may just score like under five points in a quarter. Like, yeah, it really seemed like that, right? Like they, yeah. I think they ended with what, like twelve? Like it was somehow, like they, they went on like the last three minutes. They were actually scoring at a pretty high pace. I mean, I, you got, I guess you make up for it, right? But, um, yeah, this these last two games, the, the the offensive tap has just been completely shut off, um, and. I mean, the Celtic, I mean, it looks like they're just done. Like, if they're – no one is – none of their top three guys are healthy right now. Um, If you want to say that's I – guess, I guess Bam would be in there. But three of their top four, if you take Hero and put him as the fourth, are not healthy. Tucker's not healthy either. Um, I mean, I thought that in game five they would have to have a good Jimmy game to win, like game one. And, yeah, even great, like approaching 40 points. But – He's just not himself at all, um, and he's never going to admit that he's hurt. Um, and he, he's, he's said that multiple times. He's like, "Oh, the knee's fine. I'm okay." And Spolstra just kind of when Spolstra gets asked about like how bad they're doing, he's like, "Well, those numbers are really bad. Like they're kind of uh, like it's like yeah, but you can't do this. Like you can't do this every game. This is the first game where they shot where they've shot below twenty percent from three the whole the whole season. Um, they ended up shooting, I think, like thirteen percent." Is what that comes out to. So, 
Are they dead in the water? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I no, agree. This is done, man. This is Boston. I, I think you called out on Twitter. This probably made a blow up game six. Um, it's just, I just can't see any way for this team to come back, man. Like, they, their offense is just – they can't make shots. They can't create shots at certain points. And, like, you know, credit to the Boston defense. Like, it's been pretty good. But, like, you know, even all the open looks that they give up just don't matter, right? Like, <laughs> they could give up, you know, 30 open threes a game and they'd probably still be okay. Um, just no, nobody's hitting – Struce, like you said, is way off. Um, well, I thought Struce would have a bounce-back game, honestly, after game four. And it was right. just nothing. Like, yeah, it was awful, man. Like, it, it, he just looked off. Um, and the problem is, like, it's so one-dimensional, right? Like, the offense has, like, one thing that it can do, right? Outside of, like, Jimmy just kind of creating for himself, this offense is predicated on hitting three-point shots, right? If the threes go, then, okay, Bam gets a little bit more space to work. Jimmy gets a little bit more space to work. But, like, if threes don't go, like – and if they're not going, especially like at this sort of historic rate, there's just nothing that you can do. Um, you know, it's like, I, I honestly, like, you know, we, we talked about Bam's like lack of aggressiveness. Like, I don't think it would have helped them win the game, even if he had been really aggressive, like he had been in game three. Um, I think it would have helped. I think it would have kept it closer, but like, it is, you know, like, <laughs> I, I think Boston's defense just like has it easy at this point, right? Like you, you just kind of, not worry about the shooters. Um, no, they're not even having to expend that much energy anymore. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. That second half was something else. And I don't know. I, I was, you know, whining a little bit about the foul calls and everything. I, I don't think that really changed, the, you know, the game because Miami just wasn't going to make anything either way. Um, I think the foul calls kind of saved the Celtics in that third quarter and helped them pull away, I thought, early on. Because it's – like, if you go back and actually look through the third quarter, like, I don't think they actually made that many field goals. Um, someone can like fact check me on that, but like I think the majority of their points in that quarter kind of came just off free throws. Um, but again, like I mean, a lot of it is just like you know they're attacking the rim. They got guys that can attack the rim and like put pressure on Miami's defense. And like Miami just doesn't have anybody outside of, again a hurt Jimmy right now that can like do that. You know, at least with Hero, like you kind of have like another like individual scorer, but like. I don't know. I mean, the most impressive guy going to the win was like Duncan Robinson in game five, which like should never, ever happen. So like, I don't know. It's I know. I, yeah. Even it's he just, was three for 10 on pretty good looks. Like it was just yeah. nothing. It was Bam probably played the stuff. best out of anyone. And yeah, he probably. wasn't like impressive in this game. Um, like second half, he was kind of disappeared. Fourth quarter wasn't really that good, but like, yeah, he was probably the best out of, out of that lot. That's sad, man. That was, yeah. Gabe Vincent hit a couple, like, step backs, which are kind of cool. But, like, you know, how many times is he going to I mean, he that? was one for seven. I, like, Was he really one for seven? I swear he three. hit a couple. Yeah. Oh, from three. From three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a couple, like, mid-range step backs. Because um, I remember one over Smart, which was, like, actually, like, a difficult shot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, you're not going to win like that. Um, they don't have a mid-range scorer. This is where, like, Larry normally would be, like, such a huge help because it's like, oh, okay, like, here's a guy that can, like, actually run a pick and roll and, like, you know, kind of get them some help and, like, can penetrate. And, like, the performance out of Larry, I mean, like, you're getting nothing of what you expected, right? Like, I don't even know. Like, if he starts in game six, like, I don't know what the point of that is. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not pushing the ball. Um, He's not creating anything in the half court. Like, I – honestly be more happy with like at least Gabe Vincent's effort on defense and like the occasional shot. Right. So I don't know. I think the series is done. I think you can book Boston in the finals and yeah, I think Miami just needs to, need to go out and find another shot creator, man. Yeah. Find something for next year. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're just looking for answer, it seemed like like the zone was going to be something that they could go to. If that's going to be something that they're going to do the whole game in game six. Which, I mean... I, I like like to... They held Boston to 93 points and they still couldn't win. You know, like it's not like yeah. the defense was terrible. But uh... like I'm willing... 
like to get like if I'm like Pat Riley or like someone high up on the heat, like I'm willing to like just give Spo like let him really throw out all the crazy shit because there's no pressure anymore and like yeah. I mean, for this team to make the finals twice in three years would be a crazy achievement, regardless. Um, but like you said, like they're gonna need they need more shot creation. Hero out there last night would have been nice. Um, um, it seems like, I mean, if they're holding him out, he's really hurt. The Heat play banged up all the time. We'll yeah. see if he's able to go in game six, do or die. But even if he is, I don't think that really changes things. Um, this reminds me of like, the Drogic playing in, I think it was like game six against the Lakers in the bubble. Like when yeah. it was just clear he couldn't do anything. Yeah. Boston's crowd <laughs> is going to be ridiculous. They're already nine point favorites. Um, and, you know, unless, like, it's going to be Bam, like, unless Bam is going crazy, be another avenue to this. But, like, he is not someone that can, like, carry you like that. And Rob Williams and has been playing. Rob Williams yeah. is back and has really bothered him. And um, I don't know. Is this, is this series, like, a referendum on Bam? Like, is this, like, adjusting our expectations of him a little bit? Um, I- Like, his place... I get like what do you mean by that though? Like his place where? His place like among like the tops top like big men because like people would have had him like third before this. Like, is this something? Man, third, you think? So Jokic and Embiid top two. Jokic and Embiid and like Davis healthy would be the other one. But Davis then you healthy. have you could have Siakam up there. You could have Gobert up there. You could have. Do we count Siakam uh, as a big? If we can't well, I guess, honest, yeah, I guess, honest, gotta be I, guess I guess not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so let's exclude them. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. True centers only. So be um, like Gobert, Aiton. Yeah. Like I don't even know who else is in that category. Like there aren't that many good. There's things. not a ton anymore. <laughs> um, no, Cat. I forgot Cat. Valanciunas could be. Valanciunas. <laughs> yeah, Cat. Cat's um, definitely better than. Him. I think Cat is better than Bam. I think Cat gives you a lot more. Do you think Aiton is better than Bam? No. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, no, God, no. That's a sanity I'm... check for you there. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I've been anti aiden since the beginning. Good. I didn't want to draft him. <laughs> good. Um, um, no, yeah, I think, like, Gobert. I like Gobert a lot. I'm a big fan of, like, you know, French defensive players. Boris Diaw type. Uh, <laughs> I like Gobert. Oh, Boris Diaw was a defensive <laughs> player, but – um on defense uh, okay uh like yeah, Capella, no, I, I like, Capella, Capella, yeah no point, like no no but, <laughs> but what is the but <laughs> i'm just saying like he's not bad like, his defense alone makes him better than Capella. yeah yeah you're right you're right, you're right. <laughs> but there I don't know. I think I think like people were thinking of him as something he's not. If if Rob Williams yeah. can completely take you out like this, I don't really. And he was better in Game Five. Like Game Four, there was just nothing. Yeah. And you really saw the difference in Game Three with how how able he was like to get to the basket and score um, without without Rob being out there. So, I mean, this is a Celtics team who has been historically good on defense, and we talked about it all year. Um, ever since they really made this change. Uh, putting Rob guarding him off guarding having Rob guard like someone like off ball like not him guarding not the center and being able to come over and help um so I don't know I think that like I don't know how much like the Heat are able to change this going forward I don't really know like the contract situation like, I think if Lowry's on his way out, obviously that clears up a lot of cap, but I don't know if he's going to retire. I think he should. Um, like, you, I think you have Oladipo at a good number. You have Hero at a good number. Um, other than that, like, Struess is on a really low contract. Vincent's on a really low contract. Hopefully you can get a guy, like, um, I don't know, like, would Brunson, like, if they could have, if they could find oh, the money for Brunson. Brunson might be big. Um, yeah. To, to replace Lowry, that would be awesome for them. Just <laughs> just someone to, like, attack closeouts, put pressure on the defense. I think, like, a guy, like, like there's no way they would get him, but a guy like Maxi would be awesome on the Heat. Oh, man, yeah. 
just because there's like, no chance can, they get them. But like, yeah, like when they get, when, when the Heat like get you in rotation, yeah. and you have like Hero, Hero and Jimmy are the only guys they really have that are like attacking closeouts like that and can get to the rim. But you need yeah. someone like that who can who can like do rip through and use their speed. Um, I mean, even like what's what's a low end version of Maxi like? Uh, it's not easy. It's not an easy player to find, man. Uh, like, I mean, if they could get like a Jordan Clarkson, but like, the, well, that's kind of a high end version of Maxi. But like, I don't think that he would ever get someone who's so compromised on defense like that. You know, like, you don't think they would? I think they need to, man. I think at some point you just gotta kind of bite the bullet and say like, look, like this is what we're gonna do. Or you uh, can I mean, go they, all they have right now. Tybal is available. Um, if they go all defense, another then, guy then you're the shots. Yeah, you're opening up yourself <laughs> to more people who are going to uh, yeah, miss wide open shots. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think, but like, uh, you know, DiVincenzo, if they can get him from Sacramento, I think is where he's I at like now. Um, yeah. Who does Denver have that they're trying to ship out? Nobody now, right? I don't think not really. Yeah. Bones, but he's a rookie. Bones, so. yeah. I mean, if they get like a buddy healed, I don't know if Indiana's looking to sell. I don't really know what Indiana's plan is. For the I offseason. think anything's on the table for them, right? I mean, right. So like, if you get a healed and if you can make the contracts work out and everything, um, that might involve, I think, Larry and probably like Duncan Robinson. I don't, I don't know who else, but yeah, I, I don't know. Bridges but, from uh, Charlotte, if they're not yeah, looking Yeah, yeah. He doesn't go to Phoenix, I mean, but Bridges, Bridges for Aiden. I've been, been downsize fully. I've been seeing that. I, I don't hate I've been seeing that. You've been seeing yeah. that? I haven't seen that. I've seen a lot of um, Aiden for, well, I saw Capella get thrown out there. There's a lot of Indiana stuff out there. A lot of Indiana stuff because, I mean, we, we were apparently close to getting Sabonis at the deadline. Yeah. And then there was somebody else. But, yeah, no, I haven't seen the Bridges one. That's interesting. But no, I like Bridges for Miami too. I mean, it's another big wing that like actually gives you something off the dribble too a little bit. So um, that's not bad. Uh, like quickly. Oh, I don't think New York sells them though. I really New York don't. is stupid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. Well, Randall. Because what's their draft? Would you like Randall? Looking like the Knicks or the Heat? Uh, I would not like it, Randall, and the Heat. No, but I was talking about okay. the the. The the heat draft picks. I can't imagine I don't they have know. much. I Let's think see. they have their own after like next year or something. I don't know. Maybe that was Phoenix. I honestly don't know. <laughs> uh, most of the offseason stuff I've seen is regarding Phoenix. So. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah. Well, okay. And our que- I think quickly is my best comparison to the Maxi thing. But um, yeah, if you get them. I like Simons. I don't, I don't know. Like I don't think a lot of these uh, a lot of these guys are really young, and they probably wouldn't be traded. That's the problem. Easily, <laughs> that's their main problem. Like they got to go after someone that's a little older, which Dark is why, like I think, like what's up would be Levine if Levine Ooh. actually wants out. I think he does. Um, which it kind of seems like he does. Which oh, I was I talking that, about but... a while back. Um, and if Levine, I mean Levine could be Lakers too. Like that's on the table. Yeah. And all, and honestly, all this stuff that's happening with the Nets opens up a lot of wormholes yes. because apparently, like they're hey, not giving I mean, Kyrie the deal that he wants. Kyrie in Miami, KD in Miami. I, I mean, they're they're giving up. All, they're giving <laughs> the stuff from the Nets is like that they're gonna blow it up essentially. And I don't. Yeah. Well, like, KD is coming to Phoenix though, so that's not. Even... Oh my god! And what? Like, how? How does this happen? He loves Booker, man. He, he loves Booker. So no CP3 in that case anymore. Uh why? Why? I, I think the contracts can still work out. We'd have to ship out like something, but you're shipping out Aiden. Right? Well, yeah, Aiden, Aiden for sure is gone at that point. But like, what is at that point? Simmons is just like, what the fuck? Like. Uh... He yeah. deserves it. Yeah. Well, oh, but... Wow. Okay. All right. Calm down, Satan. Um, no. Yeah. That's that's fine. I, th- I think it works okay. for us. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Simmons actually. That's not Miami has their own picks. 
so they could trade that pick if they really wanted to. It's at the back of the first round um, to get whoever. Yeah. Um, I'm going Heald, man. I think Heald's the guy. I think that's who they need. That would be that would be great. You could fill the Struess role. Yeah. That's my Heald to play on a good team. That's honestly it. Okay. Well, I don't know if you saw, speaking of good teams, I don't know if you saw today that Zion has been cleared. Speaking of good teams, nice segue. (laughs) No, I I didn't see that. Yeah, I thought you'd be very excited about that. Well, we're back. (laughs) Um, Anyway. What's your bold early prediction, though? I'm curious. Five seed? Four seed? Top three, maybe? No. No? All right. I may go for it. I may go for it. The top three seeds are going to be... The Nuggets. I don't think the Nuggets go just like that yet. Okay, the top three seeds will be like Nuggets, Mavs, Clippers, Warriors in some order. Unless okay. Phoenix doesn't yeah. do anything. But if well, Phoenix okay, gets yeah. KD, we need to reevaluate everything. But I don't like <laughs> I I'm, not taking, I'm not taking that seriously yet. So um I want to see that's, how this how thing plays you. out, and I kind of want to see how the Lakers stuff plays out because if Kyrie could go to the Lakers, I actually think that could kind of work. Um, yeah, if there's a reunited there, even if they get Levine instead. Um, yeah. So, but this version of the Heat might be ending in some way. Um, so sad to see them go, but I think it's going to be like we the Raptors. Saw one year of that. Well, I think it's going to be the Raptors, like, where they kind of hang on to the bitter yeah. end. Oh, yeah. And, like, we'll see them again. Yeah. Like, we'll see them in, like, the second round, like, jumping on some team again, and <laughs> they'll be there. But, yeah. um, I mean, they overachieved this year, right? Like, Did they? All things considered, I think, yeah. Okay. I guess a little bit. I don't know. I always keep my faith in Miami, so. Like, we thought Brooklyn was better than them. Yeah, but I thought Brooklyn was better than a lot of teams. So, I, I think I mean, that the only like team I, I think I, I think I thought the Celtics were better, and I think I thought Brooklyn was better. Yeah, well, I, and I, I also thought, thought – I also definitely thought Milwaukee was better, too. Yeah, but you were really high on Milwaukee. I was never well, that I think high Wa- I think Milwaukee's your Eastern Conference champion right now if they have Middleton, so. Well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, Sorry. yeah. Let's run that. All right, to the West. Apparently, you have a lot of stats. Um, oh yeah, stats on stats on stats. Yeah. So okay, did we? The last time we talked, the Warriors were up two zero. Yes. And then that was after they blew the game in Golden State. And then yes. Game Three, Wiggins dunks on Luca, and it's three zero. And then Game Four, the Mavs are up thirty. The Warriors almost come back. Um, it's the Mavs kind of finally hitting some shots. And here we are, game five, back in the Bay. Um, the Mavs were down 3-0. They took game four. You have Scott Foster working on your side tonight if you're Dallas. Yeah. Um, I'm not oh, sure how yeah. much it's going to matter because the game is in Golden State. I would love for the Scott series Foster to go. get phased by opposition crowds. He's he's a professional, man. Come on. He is a professional. Um what what do you have to say? Because like after game three, game three was like a pitiful, like this shouldn't oh, happen man. to a team that we thought was gonna win the series. Like yeah. Wiggins is really like dunking all over you. Um <laughs> and I think that was Wiggins' best game of the series, he had like twenty seven and ten or yeah, something like that. He was really good. Um But Dude, what did you see? Get a shot, man. Yes. What did you see and what are your stats? Um, well, okay. So my stats were basically trying to back up this argument that I think that a lot of the looks that Dallas have gotten have been pretty good overall. And I think I said that even after they lost the first two games, it really did feel like the process-wise, they were generating pretty good looks. Mm-hmm. Um, they just weren't making any game three. You kind of saw like the, the deep end of that where I think Bullock was like 0 for 7 uh, DFS may have been like one for five, something like that. Um, so then they were like really, really missing. Everybody was missing. Uh, Brunson, Dinwiddie, and Luca all had really good games, and they still found a way to lose that game. 
um, just because they just couldn't make a three uh, to save their lives. Kleber at one point looked scared to like even take threes, um, which I think the broadcast kind of like called out too. Uh, in any case, uh, that brings me to the stats I pulled up, which basically looks at the last series where, again, I felt like um, it, it looked visually like Phoenix was giving up a lot of really good threes. And against us, it felt like a lot of these were kind of going in. Um, I don't want to like I want to preface this by saying like this isn't an excuse for like Phoenix losing because we played terrible. Um, and like Golden State's defense has been so, so much better, like miles better than anything that we threw out. Uh, they actually gave Luca different looks instead of just like trying to play him one on one, like switching. Oh, yeah. Onto him. Yeah. So they've been doing try. stuff like Steve Kerr has been like, you know, kind of going through his coaching playbook, and, like trying stuff. Uh, Monty, take notes. I, I hope wherever he is right now in Cancun, he's taking notes. Um, anyways, important part being that uh, Dallas has been getting a lot of the same in terms of like NBA tracking data, which they do with like open shots that teams are getting in wide open shots. They basically measure out the closest defender to the shooter. And so an open shot is qualified as any like the closest defender is four to six feet away. And then a wide open shot is more than six feet away is the closest defender against Phoenix. As a team, Dallas was shooting uh, 37.3% on open shots on about 16 takes a game against Golden State. And this is for the full series, not just the wins against Phoenix. And then for the full series against Golden State, they're shooting 30.9% on 17 takes. So it's about the same number of takes that they're getting, which again speaks to they're getting pretty much the same quality and number of looks, but they're hitting them at almost 6% less. Uh, wide open threes, it's uh, honestly, well, just about as stark. Uh, they're shooting 43.1% against Phoenix, and they've actually been getting six more wide open threes a game against Golden State, and they're only hitting 38.6% of them. So, like, as much as Golden State's defense has been really good, like, the looks have been there for Dallas. And I know, like, the next natural question is, well, like, who's shooting them? And, like, I think I made the point then, like, in game, I think it was either two or three that like Nilakina took a couple shots, Josh Green took a couple shots. Um, and so obviously those aren't like, those are guys that Golden State is going to be fine leaving wide open. Uh, but so that's why I went through all of like Dallas's best shooters, Bullock, DFS, Cleaver, Dinwiddie, Bertans. Um, pretty much for the most part, everyone's been like down uh, in terms of their numbers from the Phoenix series to now. Um, Bullock, uh, on wide open threes has stayed about the same, uh, just around 40%. But on open threes, um, actually Bullock was the only guy that's been better because on open threes, he's shooting much better against Golden State. Uh, Dinwiddie on open threes has gone down almost like 35%, which I think I also mentioned that like, it just felt like Dinwiddie was playing a little scared against Golden State. Um, Bertans, who like absolutely torched us, I think it was game four, six and seven. He's gone from shooting 42.9% against Phoenix on open threes to 16.7%, which is wow. huge. Okay. Yeah, he's been um, bad. He's been really bad. Um, Bertans, I don't think, has made a wide open three yet from the numbers I have. Uh, Kleber also has gone way down on open th- or on wide open threes. He was shooting 52% against Phoenix. He's shooting 16.7% on just about the same number of takes, uh, slightly less takes against Golden State. But, like, again, massive drop-off. Um, so really the only people that are shooting, uh, somewhat better, I think is just Bullock who's shooting a little bit better against Golden State on, open which is shots. crazy because Bullock was like, he's the guy that went seven. over seven. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow. Um, so he, I think a large part of that was last game. Cause if you look at only the first yeah, three games like against it. Golden State, he was at about 33.3%, which is like much more similar to the Phoenix series. Um, but outside of that, like, yeah, this last game really bumped up his numbers. Um, DFS has been shooting slightly better on wide open threes, but like, he's not like, I think DFS may be the guy that they've defended probably the best out of anybody. Like they've kind of limited the looks he can take. Um, he's been not getting as many open shots. Uh, like they've been kind of limiting and like closing out to him a lot more, but yeah, like Kleber, Dinwiddie, Bertans, uh, like they've dropped off a cliff. It feels like, and like, that's sort of that secondary scoring that you kind of need. Um, and they just haven't been getting it. And so if they don't get that, like, uh, I just don't see how they win. 
Kleber, I think, is the answer. Um, he killed Utah. I think he had like that what, eight for 10 game at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he had like a couple of those. Um, he killed Phoenix as well. Um, he needs to step up. And like, again, he's been getting the looks. And like, obviously, Golden State doesn't play as big. So it's like a little bit easier for them to close out to Kleber. Um, but I mean, you still got Looney on the floor for like quite long stretches of the game. And it hasn't felt like they've been able to take advantage of like Looney switches at all. Whereas like Luca and Brunson were just like cooking Aiton, Bismack, JaVale, whoever like is the big um, that would come out for, for Phoenix. So yeah, I don't know. Better team defense, obviously for Golden State. Um, but I mean, seriously, man, like they, they just got to start knocking out some of these shots. Um, Cleaver just needs to start taking some of these shots as well. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that like game four was sort of like the, like, you know, dams open up kind of moment where like it just starts flooding threes uh, for the rest of the series, which is why. I will have my hot take of the playoffs that Dallas is going to come back and win the series in seven. So but, is that you like, <laughs> that's me hanging on to my last thread of hope for this. Playoffs. That's that's not like a serious prediction. This is my Dave Dufour moment. <laughs> okay. You remember when he was like, yeah, Milwaukee's going to come back from 3-0 down yeah. and beat Miami. This is like that. That was when they were already down 3-0. I think that was one that were already down 3-0. They might have just won one game, and they went back to 3-1. I'm not sure. But, okay. yes, this is my Dave Dufour moment. Uh, okay, but do you it. think they're going to – like, do you think they're going to win tonight? <sighs> yes. Okay. Good. I hope they do. Low confidence, but, like, you know, I, I think they got a chance, yeah. I, honestly, like, yeah, the shooting came around, right, in game four? They gotta be feeling is, good. Is this not the classic Warriors thing where they kind of just fuck around in Game Four? I mean, they do kind of fuck around in Game Four, and are like, <laughs> "Can we just win this in the Bay?" And then they do. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it felt like that at some points in Game Four. They played yeah, some Scott weird Foster. lineups, man. They really did. Yeah. They had they had Moody and Kaminga out there for like big stretches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Damian Lee, right, like they're playing right. Damian Lee, like. That doesn't mean that to yeah. me. That means that they're not serious. But Kerr, Kerr has a checkered pass in some of these lineups that he runs. So exactly, like you know, maybe they're just maybe he's too confident. You know, I don't know. I think you got to take Lucas seriously, um, and he didn't even have that great of a game to start Game Four. So I don't know. Yeah, he didn't. He, chance, man. he didn't. He uh, didn't. No, I don't think Luca is one to just give up. So, I, I, I hope they can keep it close. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a close game. Like that's what happened in the Nuggets series. The Warriors kind of they messed around in Game Four a little bit, dropped the game, then they came back and it was really close at the end in Game Five. So, um, I think that's I think that might be what you see. So and Dallas has more same, shooters. So same thing for Miami when they, um, when they played uh, Atlanta. Game yeah. five was close. Like you've seen this happen. So Dallas has the shooters. I think you're right that Cleaver has to be good and have a chance. Um, and hopefully Dinwiddie can come alive. Yeah, and he, he looked like I mean he was making everything in game four, but we need more of that. Yeah, and he had a really good game three as well. I think he had like 26 maybe. So he's had a couple good games. The confidence is there. Um, I mean they they've been playing with their backs against the wall pretty much the whole playoffs. But, I mean, that's true. That's Utah, a good point. Yeah. You know, even against really Utah, it's it not. Yep. I don't close. think they've lost. I think the stat was they're 3-0 and in elimination games this postseason. So, not bad. Not bad, man. I think two of those came against Phoenix. And yeah, yeah. I guess that's one against Golden State. So, yeah. Okay. They've done. They went into Utah and won. Without Luca, so. I think they're gonna lose tonight. But I... wow, okay, <laughs> unbelievable. <sighs> I just—I mean, I, it all comes crashing down at the end. <laughs> the Warriors are back. I have so. a friend that is convinced that Boston is just gonna run over the Warriors, like that they have no shot against the Warriors. All right, the Warriors have no shot against Boston. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, curious. I'm a little inclined to agree. I think that, that the size thing is actually 
like the level of like the Warriors are able to pound the offensive glass against Memphis yeah. and Dallas. Like you're not going to be able to do that against the Celtics. The Celtics have played the Warriors better than any team over the last five years. If you just go by the record, um, who's guarding Tatum? Wiggins. Who's guarding Brown? Uh, Clay. Okay. Uh, no, see, like that's the reaction I've been getting. I'm like, dude, like Clay Thompson is not gonna do well against like a John Morant. It's Jalen Brown. Like we we've seen Victor Oladipo coming off like who even knows what his injury is for the last year and a half and be able to like lock well, not cannot lock up Brown, but like defend Brown to a, like a reasonable level. But isn't Clay, isn't he a better hands. defender than Clay? Victor Oladipo? Yes. Right now, maybe. I, like I, I don't think it's a huge drop off. I don't. I'm struggling to see how Golden State is going to be able to keep up with the physicality. I, I guess. If you have smart, if you have smart like, Brown, Tatum, Horford, and Williams. Yeah, but like I'm struggling Rob. to see. Yeah. But, <laughs> I love how we have to like specify now because Grant is actually decent. Uh, <laughs> no, but like I, I'm just struggling to see how Boston scores in the half court. Like uh, that's my biggest problem with it. So you think right? Draymond is playing free safety and guarding? Yeah. Smart. Rob. Or Rob. 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 Yeah. Okay. You give up the lob threat. Right. But yeah, I, think that's, I think that's like foul trouble city for him. That's like for Draymond. I don't know. Like Rob's not gonna be posting up dudes, but like if you're throwing lobs and they're gonna have to break them up, and then Horford and then Horford is just like a on Looney and Yeah. It's, it's not like again, it's I not. I think they can wear him down. Like I don't think Steph is someone that could be worn down, but I think they're gonna be able to like a pool to me is gonna have like no place in this series. Like I Yeah, pool's gonna struggle. Like pool's gonna I, be like limited. Like I don't think pool like they can just throw out any of their defenders at pool, like they can have White attack pool and yeah. him guard pool, and it's just like that—that's a loss. And I think Clay is going to be someone they can attack. Curry to an extent, but I don't think if, I don't think they're going to be able to wear down Curry. If that makes sense, like that's, stamina think, wise. I think Clay's demise being a little overstated here. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I think people are like looking at Clay as like a turnstile. And like a CP3 esque, like I think that, right I now. think that that like te- like Luca has torched him. Yeah, but it's Luca. Like Luca's torched everybody. Tatum is like, <laughs> not that far off. I'm like, giving you a look right now. Oh like, my, I, that's a take. That you know that's a take. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like the bully stuff, like Luca can post you up, but like handle wise, Tatum's there. He, he's he's more athletic, shooting. He's better. The getting to the basket and physical stuff, Luca has on him. But if you're like asking, if you're which one is more difficult to defend in space, I don't think it's that big of a drop off. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Physicality wise, like they have not, the Warriors have not faced anything close to what they're going to see. Um, no, yeah, I'll give you that. The physicality wise, I don't think they faced anything close. Likewise, Boston has not faced an offensive team anywhere close to what Golden State is going to throw up. In theory, they have because of the Nets. No. But oh, okay, all right. But even the Nets don't have that, like the off-ball movement aspect of it. No team is no, yeah, That's right? right. The constant wearing down of I'm gonna have to get around this many screens every single possession, they haven't had to face the three point shooting threat, they haven't had to face, right? The, the only thing comparable, I guess, was Giannis, but like that's such a unique, different sort of offensive threat, right? That has a sort of counter in a, in a like in a way, but there's Steph no real the counter same way. to Steph. Right, like what? What do you do to Steph? I, I guess you're gonna try and hold him. So I guess it comes down to yeah, like how much are the refs gonna let them play off the ball? And we've seen. I mean, I, I guess we saw Cleveland do it, you know, to a degree and slow down. I mean, Steph smart, smart, smart is capable. He's not gonna be able to guard Steph necessarily, but like, 
Plus with the I don't know. We've we've seen these Celtics teams over the years play Golden State really well, no matter who was on the team. Um, and I and they're deeper, I think, by a a tiny bit, by a tiny bit. I think if if Otto was fully healthy and if GP two was playing, I think I would feel a lot more comfortable about Golden State. But like, I I really like. I'm not like it's gonna be an incredibly close series. I think, but I I have to give a slight advantage to Golden State because like what, what they've done in the playoffs like they there's no other team in the playoffs that's quite like Golden State I agree but I also think they were lucky to get out of that Memphis series yeah but like Boston's a different like Boston doesn't have a guard that's just gonna blow by you over and over again because I thought they were gonna get worn down even by the physicality that Dallas brought and this happened Right. They've, if anything, have been Dallas was, down Dallas doesn't have physicality. They never, like, besides Luca, if it's Luca one on one, the rest of the guys aren't really. One-on-one. I don't know. I, defensively, I think they have some physicality, but maybe that was just Phoenix. Who? Like, <laughs> DFS, Bullock? Both have been terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, like, they have been terrible. But in theory. I think that. I don't know. Maybe I'm overrating this. I think there's a way to beat up like, the Warriors. I, I don't know. I, I think like maybe, but I, I, but to I me, like the felt... I would have picked that. Like if the Bucks have made it, I would have picked them too. Okay. It's just the phys- like, kind of like a different. They do. It is different, but they have like the physicality stuff is there. Yeah. Like I, I don't know that. Like the Celtics can go so big on you. Like the yeah. Celtics, even if they wanted, even if they really wanted to, they could run Jalen, Tatum, Grant Williams, Horford, and Rob. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I don't know what yeah. the answer is for that. Like I, I, I think there's so many ways that they can just overwhelm you physically. Yeah. No, you're wrong. I, I just like. And I they can get the they can get hot like the Warriors can. We've seen it. Not quite the against same the level. defense that gave you three, man. Like, I, I just don't know. I don't know. So like I, Miami uh, or Miami or Bucks? But Bucks, Bucks. Okay. Although I guess I did get high against Miami too. So. Uh, I just like I haven't felt comfortable at any point with the Celtics offense. And like, yeah, to be fair, they've been playing, you know, pretty good defenses, but like it, it just feels like a recipe for disaster if your offense stalls out at certain points in the game and, and like, then what do you do? Right. And if you're stalling out against Miami and like, you know, Miami's kind of killing you and going up by 20 on you at certain points, like imagine what the Warriors can do, <laughs> you know? So uh, that's my biggest problem with this. I, I just don't, I don't know if they can keep up at certain points, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the size does matter a lot and you know, the Warriors is going to be threatened with that, but uh, yeah, I, I just, I can't buy that like size alone is just going to be able to wear them down that fast. Seems too good for that, right? Like they, I think they can match so up on things. I think it's that and the matchup hunting. Yeah. So like, yeah, if Brown and- Like to me, the Warriors can't do that on the other side. Like they, there's no they other need to. to attack. I really well, don't they, think they need to. Well, they've, right? they've been doing it. Not to that extent. Not a lot. I mean, they've been doing it with Luca a little bit. Like they're making him. Like there's no one on like the Celtics that you're like, oh, we need to make him work because we right. know that he's compromised like defensively. There's no one like yeah, that. yeah. So that's fair. Yeah. I don't think it's like an easy. That's like a usually easy route to do things. Um. But, but well, what? Uh, that's why I think yeah. that the Celtics, if they were to play Dallas, I think Dallas would have a much bigger problem trying to break that defense down. The Golden Probably. State doesn't need to. No, I would pick. I would pick. I would pick the Celtics over either team. But okay, but yeah, I'm saying like I would pick the Celtics in like four or five against Dallas, whereas against Golden State now I'm kind of like, well, Golden State might have the edge in seven, right? Just Ooh, because the home court in this series if it happens. Golden State, I think they have like one more win. Maybe two more wins. Yeah, Celtics 51-51, Warriors 53-29. Two more wins. 
Oh, interesting. Okay, I thought the Celtics on home court. It changes it a little bit for me. No, oh. but I'd still probably Trey Serena. No, I'd still probably go with them in six. On oh, six, okay. All right. uh, I would go Warriors in seven. But yeah, I don't know. Okay. Like again, I'm, I don't want to sound like I think that the Celtics are like I don't know, not good. I guess I feel like that's how people take it when I say that like they're not going to beat the Warriors. Whereas like it more so just feels like they have a certain flaw that like can kind of sink this team, right? Because their offense to me like has not looked convincing across any of the series that they played, even in games that they won, right? But the offenses they've been playing have not been as dynamic as these Warriors offense. No, I think no offense is dynamic as is dynamic as the Warriors offense, unless it's like nuts with Harden and yeah. maybe Simmons, which we didn't see. So, um, Steph Curry in Boston, that will be something to behold, um, for sure. Draymond in Boston as well, just because of. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! That's gonna be something. So I hope that's what happens. I the Heat. I mean. If you're the Celtics, like tomorrow is basically game seven for you because yeah, then you gotta win it. Like, if you go back, then you have to think like the Heat will shoot better at home, um, and they'll have all the momentum. I mean, the Heat, like we've seen, I just don't think they have the horses. I kind of feel the same way about the Mavs. I think the Mavs have the horses, but I didn't think the Warriors are just better and. Yeah, the Warriors. I think we just got that one wrong. I think we just got that one wrong. The Heat Celtics was yeah. always very dependent on these in, in, injuries, and I definitely overreacted when we heard that Horford was going to be out because I, I kind of assumed him and Smart would be out for longer than they actually were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like I still think if Horford and Smart both miss game two, then they probably lose, and the Heat were up two zero. So that would have changed it for sure for me, because um, I think the Heat would still win one of those games in Boston. So yeah. Um, it looks like I'm, it looks like we're gonna be wrong for both. Yeah, we're wrong everywhere. Um, man. <laughs> this but, is a rough postseason for our predictions. Yeah, it is. that's yeah. why like the Celtics are probably gonna win now that I think Golden State's gonna win it. So, but, like I picked the Celtics, so that's now true. it's like so. now like the Mavs <laughs> even it out win it all. Like, <laughs> um, uh, all right, that's all we have. We will return when the finals begin, yeah. or earlier potentially. I don't know.